will love that. Download our app today and enjoy tackle-busting benefits with great odds, more markets and same-game multi every NRL match at Palmer Bed. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Hello and welcome to episode 393 of Fergo and the Freak. I'm that bloke from Rugby League Project, Andrew Ferguson. You can find me on Twitter at AndrewRP. And not joining me as always is Leg Freak. You can also find on Twitter at Leg Freak. I'd ask him how he's going, but uh, he broke his internet. I'll let you decide what he might have been doing with that. I assume he's just buying websites. Anyway, this is going to be our preview for uh, round five. Round six, sorry, round six, because, you know, sorry, I'm a Tigers fan, as you all know, and it's been a long five weeks watching them lose every week. We won't harp on about it, though. Let's dive right on into it. So, first game up on Thursday, Canberra Raiders versus the North Queensland Cowboys. Now, Palmer Bet, our good friends at Palmer Bet, they've got the Raiders $1.57 favourites here, and the uh, the line is at 4.5 points. Um, yeah, this is a tricky one. I'm I'm not convinced, though, that 4.5 is is the right amount. I'd, I'd put these two sides quite a bit closer than that, to be honest. Um, for the Raiders, they've got Xavier Savage finally comes into the 17. He's on the bench, um, replacing Frawley. Um, Matt Tomoko, who was struggling a little bit with injuries last week, um, looks to have got a bit of a, a soreness in his back. Not sure if he's going to play or not. Um, so either Savage, Sebastian Chris, possibly even Freaky's favourite player, Jared Croker, might come into the side there. Croker's been added to the extended bench. Um, whereas for the Cowboys, they've got Cohen Hess coming back in a prop. Make of that what you will. Um, so, and uh, I think Ruben Cotter's moving back to the bench. He's been playing pretty damn good footy, so might be a good move putting him on the bench. Um, I, I, I don't know. I'm not convinced by either teams here, but uh, drink water, fullback, didn't really do much. Uh, the Raiders... Just don't feel any sort of confidence. But I'm going the Cowboys in this one. Um, yeah, the next game here, we've got Penrith versus the Broncos. Um, sorry, no, it's, yeah, we've got Penrith versus Broncos. So Penrith, um, a dollar five to win. The Broncos have a 21.5 point start. My God. Um, this looks brutal. Penrith with uh, with Cleary back, their attack started to flow a little bit better. Um, that's understandable. There's still a weakness with Staines in the side. Uh, I don't know what they do with him in in the meantime. I thought they would have found someone else, but I mean, even Robert Jennings would probably almost be an upgrade on him. But uh, the rest of the team's playing rather well, so it's hard to go past Penrith in this one. Uh, they've named the same team that played last week. Uh, for the Broncos, well, they don't have Payne Haas, and that hurts. Uh, especially in the middle, they, they're they going to need that go forward in the middle, and it's just not going to be there. 
it's going to make Reynolds a little bit easier to shut down too. So I'm going Penrith in this one by plenty. Um, the next Friday game is South Sydney versus the Bulldogs. South for $1.26 at, sport, at, uh, at our good friends there at Palmer Bet. The line is at 10.5, and I think that's probably a bit too generous considering South haven't done a huge amount. And the Bulldogs haven't been impressive, but they haven't been easy beats either. Uh, so I think that's probably excessive. I think if you weren't... Yeah, I don't know. That's, I don't think they're going to meet that. So... Uh, for the Rabbitohs, obviously the Troy Mitchell is out for eight weeks with his hamstring injury. Um, Blake Taff, Taff, who knows how to pronounce his name. Um, <laughs> he's going to be at fullback, and that's that just puts a little bit more pressure on Cody Walker in the creativity side of things. Damian Cook's been a bit quiet at times during games. That's not good. Um, that extra pressure is going to hurt them. For the Bulldogs, ah, man, Dufty's been poor. I don't know what's going on there. Maybe they're not using him right. I don't know. But he's been poor. Um, for all the whinging and bullshit that went on in the mainstream media about Kyle Flanagan, he played pretty well last week. Um, and I think he's got the... He's got the skill set in the right area, which complements what Burton needs. So they take pressure off each other. So I I wouldn't be surprised if they start to click and things start to improve for the Bulldogs over the next few weeks. I do 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 do. I'm I'm gonna go and leave. I'm gonna go with the Bulldogs next one. I'm going with some bold calls. That's a very bold one. Uh Right, next game. Manly versus the Titans. And this is an interesting one because Palmer Bet have got the Titans at $2.50, Manly $1.50, and the line at 5.5 points. And I reckon I reckon Manly's probably better than that. I reckon they might go better than that. Because uh, they showed last week that they can win and play comfortably well without Tom Trebojevich there. Uh Daly Cherry Evans is playing some unbelievable footy at the moment. That's that's an amazing thing to see too. Um, because when he's playing good, everyone else just seems to pick up a little bit around him. Um, the Titans, no matter what they do, they still rely far too much on David Fafita. And... It's crazy when your your big name player is a second row parked out on the edge. If you're going to go to him so much and you need him so much, I'm wondering how long it's going to take before they just go put for feeder at five eight. It's crazy. Just get him with the ball in his hands in the middle of the field and just steamroll over small guys. That's not going to happen. But it just it just seems crazy that you've got one bloke out on the edge and that seems to be your target in attack. Um, they've got to start running a few different plays. It's it's a bit weird and a bit easy to defend. Um, Proctor has been benched, and rightfully so, because he has just been... He's been poor, not making many metres, doing a little bit of the, you know, the dirty work in defence, I guess, which is wearing him out a little bit. But 
you've got to be doing a bit more than that, mate. So, the other thing that's a bit odd is Corey Thompson's been pushed out of the team. Uh, obviously because Brian Kelly's back in. But Thompson's one of those guys that just gives you the same performance every week that's always reliable. And, I don't know, I would have kept him in there somewhere, even if he was just on the bench. Because he does have that ability to be pretty explosive from time to time. Um, so we'll see how that goes, but I'm definitely going with Manly on that one. Flying through them here. Next one. This is going to be close to, if not the match of the round. Because we've got the Melbourne Storm versus the Sharks. And the media will call this a grudge match because obviously they met in the 2016 Grand Final and more notably because there's two players in the Sharks team that were at the Storm last year and that qualifies as a grudge match despite the fact that those two players have said nothing but nice things about the Melbourne Storm where they come from. And there's been no negative words in the media, but, you know, grudge match! Um, The Storm have made no real changes, and for the Sharks, Aiden Tolman comes in uh, onto the bench to replace Royce Hunt. That's it. So, really, basically, the same teams as last week. The Sharks' spine are clicking so well. Braley is running the forwards perfectly and it's laying a great platform for the halves. Hines is roaming both sides of the ruck. Moylan is being used whenever Hines needs him and he's doing more right things than ever before, which is amazing to see. And Kennedy is just, uh, again, a rock at the back. He's fantastic. Talakai at centre. He's going to be up against Remus Smith, um, which... Interesting matchup, that one. Very interesting. Um, so we'll see how that goes. I do like this this contest, though. It does look very, very good on paper. And I am going to continue sticking my neck on the line. Even though Melbourne Storm are $1.39 favourites and the line is at 7.5, I think that is way too high. I'm going to go with the Sharks to win. Now, we've got two games on Sunday. First one being the Roosters versus the Warriors. Now, Palmer Bet's got the Roosters at $1.16, and the Warriors have got a 14.5 point start. And, I don't know, I don't think the Roosters have been consistently good enough to deserve that big of a line start. Uh, not that the Warriors have done a great deal either, but... Um, Tokiaho is back in the side for the Roosters, which is good for their um, middle forwards rotation. Uh, Verrills comes back into the side of Hooker. That will help their go forward in the middle a fair bit because I've been relying on Connor Watson, who's done a... uh, and Drew Hatchison. They've done a handy enough sort of a job, but nothing beats an actual hooker getting bitten there and running things, so... The Roosters should be better in attack uh, because of that. For the Warriors, um, Daniel Matini Zalesniak's back in the side. Make that what you will. They're not a they're not a team that fills you with a great deal of excitement or hope at the moment. The Warriors are still a, a work in progress, and they're they're going to be competitive more often than not this year. But 
competitive isn't going to win you games against big teams like this. So I'm, I'm definitely going with the Roosters on this one. Next game. Oh, this is going to be difficult. Not just to pick a winner, but to sit through. The Dragons versus the Knights. Now, Palmer Bet's got the Dragons as favourites here at $1.58 and a two and a half point start, which is slender. And I don't know what they've done to warrant that. Um, the Dragons have got Josh Maguire and Tyrrell Fuimono coming back from suspensions from last year. Um, George Burgess is also back on the bench. Their forwards are going to be better, although they have dropped Aaron Woods. I mean, he's probably been their best player so far. <laughs> um, for the Knights, David Clemmer's back in the side. Um, Jacob's Saifiti is going to be on the bench. Um, Edric Lee also comes back into the side. <sighs> I can't pick the Dragons. I just can't. They're... They're clunky to watch at the moment. Uh, yeah, I... I just feel for Ben Hunt. Zach Lomax isn't having the, the great start to the season either. He's usually very, very good and very solid. Um, but he's not... He's not having a great start to the season. It hasn't been rubbish, but just hasn't been... You know, as good as he had been in previous seasons. Uh, I wish Anthony Griffin would try someone that's a fullback other than Moses and by. Uh, he's just not a fullback. Uh, I, I don't know who they put there either, but anyone is better than Moses and by at the moment. I, if you've got to have him by on the side, put him at six. Don't put him at fullback. He's targeted too heavily. More often than not, he's out of position. Um, yeah, I just wouldn't, I wouldn't do it. And, oh my God. Easter Monday. Last game of the round. Parramatta versus the West Tigers. Now, good friends at Palmer Bet have not got any odds on this match yet. Probably because, <laughs> probably because no one's ever offered Infinity dollars for the Tigers to win a game before. I've this is this is as lopsided as they get. Parramatta right now are playing brilliant attacking ball running football, and they're doing it through a lot of good work through the middle. Uh, a lot of their points in the last few weeks have come through breaks in the middle of the field, um, either via Brown and Moses or by Fords. Uh, and so, the the Tigers' defence hasn't been hasn't been bad. A lot of people haven't cottoned on to the fact now. They watch games that the Tigers have played, and they'll sit there and they'll criticise the team they're playing against. Them. You know, oh, they but they you know, while the Tigers were poor and didn't get the win, they their opponents were not good either. At some point, people have got to realise that there's a reason why teams are struggling to be at their attacking best against the Tigers, and that is the Tigers' defensive structures, their techniques, have improved dramatically. And I'll say, doesn't mean that they are great, but they are dramatically better than what they have been for the last two years. Things are better. That's the main thing. The defence is now 
almost solid enough that if their attack started to improve, it would get them by and they'd be, you know, approaching that core group of teams that are going to be placed between 7th and 12th. That's kind of where they'd be at the back end of that. Um, but their attack is horrid. It's, it's, it's not even clunky. It's just bad, real bad. But for the Tigers, some they've made a number of changes. Uh, Dane Laurie's back from his COVID um, protocol last week, which saw him out. Stafford Toa hasn't been dropped. He's been moved to the wing. Because um, uh, who else we've got there? Peachy, Little, Gildart, and Marmalo have all been dropped. Um, they're on the extended bench. James Roberts, the worst defensive center in the game, has replaced one of the other bad defensive centers in the game, that is Gildart. So make of that what you will. Um, he will again be paired up with David Nofaluma, so expect um, Moses and Brown to just bomb the hell out of that corner and pepper it with, with big forwards running over there. And they've got plenty of them. Uh, that side of the field is going to get targeted heavily. The Garner and Toa side will they'll avoid it mostly with ball running plays, but they will kick to it a fair bit. Hopefully to try and expose Garner. Because he is just a second rower. So, you know. Try and get him in catching contests. Because he's not gonna he's not likely to get off the ground very much. So I wouldn't be surprised if they'll have running plays down the Nofaluma Roberts side and kicking plays towards Garner, not so much Toa, because he is a winger, so he'll be able to, he'll be fine there. The other big change here is Hastings comes into the side, and he's at halfback, and Luke Brooks is at 5'8". Furthermore, Little has been dropped, and Simpkin is at hooker. So this is good because we've now got Laurie, who's a genuine good fullback, who will keep his uh, wingers back when he needs to, and he communicates well with them. Brooks, who doesn't talk, will now be getting told what to do from an actual organiser in Hastings. And Simpkin does organise the forward. So we might actually start getting a bit of communication out there. And you might start to see a bit of shape and structure about the Tigers' attack. Now, I'm not saying that they're going to be world beaters. But we might actually see them looking like properly threatening more often than not in this game. <clears throat> That's if they can, uh, if the defence can hold the eels out for long enough. But uh, Parramatta should win this one because, you know, they like flogging teams at the start of the year. So we'll see how it goes. But uh, I'm, I'm a bit more positive about the Tigers this week. That's a bit of a shock for everyone, I'm sure. Um, so there it is, just a brief sort of a preview this week. Um, thanks to our friends there at Palmerbet. Uh, always remember... Gamble responsibly. Um, you can check out their website, palmabet.com, for all of their odds. Uh, check them out. Make sure you give them a follow on all the socials as well. And um, while you're there on the socials and you're following stuff, I'm pretty sure you're following us anyway. But um, if you're not, you should be. We're on Instagram and Twitter at Virgo Freak Pod. We're on LinkedIn, Facebook, YouTube, MySpace. Um, so, you know, get over there. Like us, follow us, favorite us, whatever you got to do. 
share us around, especially on YouTube. You can get over there and, and uh, watch the videos over there. Like them all. You know, subscribe to the channel, that sort of stuff. That'd all be fantastic. And I suppose that's pretty much it for this one. We will be back with a yeah, normal programming will resume later on in the week. Once uh, Freaky sorted out his, uh, let's just call it a work machine at the moment. We all know what he's up to. That pauses for you to assume what, what he's up to. Um, thanks for listening, everyone. Catch us all next time. Download our app today and enjoy tackle-busting benefits with great odds, more markets and same-game multi every NRL match at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858.